minding your sins that we'd not have to spend eternity in hell. Can I say to you this morning, hell is real. Amen. People today, I don't believe, believes in hell anymore. But I'm telling you today, by the authority of God's word, hell is real. But on the other hand, heaven is sweet. Heaven's a place where you and I that knows the Lord and the free pardon of sin will go and sit in the presence of God. I'm looking forward to that. If you would, bow your heads with us this morning. Father, I pray, God, for your will to be done. Ask you, Lord, that you might be with us, comfort us, strengthen us, Lord, this morning, that we can preach your word, Lord, that, God, that people can understand that, Lord, without your salvation, Lord, hell would be their home. I pray, Heavenly Father, that, God, that you'd go with me and strengthen me today. This old body's a little weak, but, Lord, we know and realize that, God, that you can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens us. Father, I ask you, God, for preaching grace this morning. Lord, give me that preaching grace. Heavenly Father, this is one of the most important messages, Lord, that mankind today will ever be able to hear. Now, Father, forgive me where I failed you in so many, many ways. Go with me in the name of Jesus, I ask it. Amen and amen. I could have preached this message from either four Gospels of the, uh, the New Testament of God, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But I believe beyond a shadow of a doubt that John had a little more compassion than all the other three. And I believe today I want you to know without the compassion of Christ, you and I cannot understand what this is talking about today. There's got to be commitment is one thing that I'd like to talk to you about also. That you and I today, when we're born again, yes. we're committed unto that that God has called us to do. The Bible said... And the word of God, he said, come out from amongst you and be you a separate people, saith the Lord. Touch not, taste not, handle not the things of this world. In other words, what God has commanded us to do when we have been born again into the kingdom of God, that you and I back out of what we used to be and we take on this new factor of Christ. You and I have got to be more like him each day right. that we walk in this life and sins. Can I say to you, that the Bible talks about in the book of Luke, that I believe it is. Amen. We find out in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, amen, sort of different scenarios a little bit about what's going on. We don't find out in the one that I'm going to preach to you this morning, there's only one woman that is talked about in John chapter 20 this morning. Her name was Mary Magdalene. Can I say to you this morning, she was a great friend of Christ. She was one that I believe that was probably more dedicated than most of the rest. But it happened, amen, one time at Lazarus' house, uh, what they were coming to do on this Sabbath morning. They were coming to anoint the body of Christ. The Bible talks about, Brother Aubrey, how that these ladies were coming there to look for him. And we find out in John chapter 20, amen, that it seems like that Mary was by herself. But I believe that we've got to read between the lines just a little bit. We've got to look at everything that is going on in this sense of this resurrection morning. They were going anticipating, amen, to anoint the body of Christ for burial according to the Jews. Amen. They were going to do this 
amen, that have already been done. The Bible talked about it. Jesus said it. I believe it is in the book of Luke. There where the Bible said that Mary and Martha, amen, the sisters of Lazarus, that Jesus had raised from the dead. The Bible said that Martha was serving. Amen. But here come Mary. Amen. Oh, sweet Mary. And she took the oil. Amen. And anointed Jesus. With it, the Bible said that she even took her hair and wiped his feet. Amen. In the aroma of that pound of frankincense. Brother Aubrey Guthrie. Amen. It was just in Filterated of the house, Brother Aubrey. They was a scent of their pet. That aroma, amen, of delight, if you had had it. And could you just see Mary down there on her knees? Amen. The Bible says that she left behind him and wiped his feet with her hair. She significantly showed herself not up here, but as a servant of God. The commitment that you and I have today is one of the greatest things that you and I will ever be able to do. Is committing ourselves directly to God. If you got your Bibles, John chapter 20, let me read this to you this morning. I wanted to just lay that background to you. The commitment that Mary had. Now, Mary and Martha was from Bethany. And I want you to know something this morning. They were precious. But Mary loved Jesus. Oh, Lord. <laughs> she loved him. I tell you what, there's something to think about. How many of us got up this morning just looking for the Lord to come back? How many of us this morning opened our windows back, Brother Randy, and looked toward that eastern sky and looked, hoping to see Jesus come out of the clouds of glory? Not many this morning. I was sitting and studying and reading. Got a phone call right before 8 o'clock this morning. My son and them over at the atrium, brothers and sisters, they was four or five guys on the telephone. Brother Aubrey, they was trying to talk to me at the same time, telling me how good a service that they had. They was one a shouting, the other a crying. And my oldest son trying to tell me how good that it was. He said, Daddy, he said, the Lord's coming. He's on his way. Preach it to him this morning. Boy, I'm so glad today, amen, that I've got children that are not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Hallelujah to the King this morning. Boy, I'd be afraid to be ashamed of him. I sure would. But there's something that I want you to look at this morning. I want to talk to you about what went on outside the tomb. Everybody this morning is looking at what's inside the tomb. But can I tell you, amen, until you look at the whole picture of this, you're just looking from the outside in. That's right. You don't know anything about what's 
going on inside the tomb. Listen to what the Bible said. John chapter 20, beginning in verse 1. The first day of the week cometh Mary Magdalene early when it was yet dark unto the sepulcher and seeth the stone taken away from the sepulcher. Then she raneth and cometh to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved. I believe that was John. Unto them, and they have taken away the Lord out of the sepulcher, and we know not where they have laid him. Peter therefore went forth, and that other disciple, and came to the sepulcher. So they ran both together, and the other disciple did outrun Peter, and came first to the sepulcher. Notice five, six, seven, and eight. And he stooped down and looked in, saw the linen clothes laid, yet went he not in. Then cometh Simon Peter following him and went into the sepulcher and seeth the linen clothes. Did you notice what happened? Can I say to you this morning, there's many today, Brother Aubrey, a man is just looking outside of the tomb because they don't know what took place and transpired inside the tomb where Jesus was laid. Amen. Can I tell you this morning, there was dedication that I see, Brother Scott. I inside the tomb. I want you to know something. Peter looked in there and went on in. John, Brother Randy, was from the outside. Amen. He stooped down and he looked in and the Bible said that he seen the grave clothes. Can I tell you this morning, that's what all of us are seeing today is just the grave clothes. Can I tell you this morning, church, that the grave clothes that was there that was inside of that sepulcher. Brother Aubrey, I believe, was bloody. I believe the last drops of blood that the darling Son of God had in his body. When they wound him up, John chapter 19 talks about it. And there how that they put him in a barren tomb. Amen. I seen where old John just looked inside. Oh, because John, I did not understand what was going on. Even though that he loved Jesus with all of his heart. Amen. Oh, John had a form of godliness, but denied the power thereof. I want you to know something this morning, church. Amen. There's many of us today that's just got a glimpse of what's inside the tomb. John, the Bible says, stooped down and he looked in. Looked in and he seen the grave clothes. He looked at that. Oh, and the body wasn't there. John didn't realize that Jesus had done rose from the grave. All oh, but old brother Peter. Amen, Brother Aubrey, I can just see. Amen, take off. When old John stopped and stooped and looked around, oh, Peter, the one that had denied him thrice before the cock 
group uh, just days before. Oh, they something got a hold of old Peter. Old Peter took off and went in there where he was at. Amen. The Bible says in verse 6 that old Peter looked and he seen the grave clothes. Oh, can I read just a little bit more to you this morning? See, all this took place outside the tomb. But you know something? There's a salvation message that is in this this morning. Oh, (laughs) listen to what the Bible said. Then cometh Simon in verse 6, Peter followed him and went into the sepulcher and seeth the living clothes lie. And the napkin, listen to this, and the napkin that was about his head not lying with the linen clothes, but wrapped together in a place by itself. Amen. Yes. You Baptist ought to be a shouting over there. Amen. Why? How many of you believes in the resurrection of Christ? Amen. Can I tell you this morning that when John looked into the tomb, hey, when Peter run by him and went into the tomb, when they looked and they seen the napkin folded neatly that the Bible said placed there where Jesus' head was at one time in death. Well, listen, beloved, it's a sign that it wasn't finished. It's not finished until Jesus comes back again. Y'all pardon me if I get excited over this. I looked into this a little deeper. I know I've preached on this before here. But I'm telling you, this is so good. It's better than banana pudding. It's better than grandma's fried chicken. It's better than a steak from Ruth Cress's. I ain't never been there, but I'm telling you, this is better. When old Peter, listen, I I got a little crazy this morning sitting at my desk. I could just see old Peter when he walked in there, Brother Aubrey. And he looked and he seen that napkin that was over that blood-soaked face. Oh, and it was folded neatly. I believe old Peter went to shouting, John, hey, John, what is it, Peter? He said, John, woo, hey, John, come on, John, come in here just a minute, John. Let me show you something, John. The devil says, I've got him. But can I tell you, the devil's a liar and the truth's not in him. Oh, what are you saying, preacher? Come on in. Hey, come on in and see what the Lord's got in store. Oh, Peter said, John, come here. Come on in, John. My Lord, let me just read this to you. It got on me this morning. I couldn't hardly... Stand myself. (laughs) 
said it was wrapped together in a place by itself. Then went in also the other disciple, which came first to the sepulcher. Can I tell you something? In verse 8 is the greatest, one of the most precious verses of Scripture that I have read in a long time. Oh, John. <laughs> oh, hey, John. Come on in here, John. Let me show you something that the evidence is that he's coming again. John, his body's not here. Oh, but the rank, amen, stains of blood that was on the cross. Amen, it was wadded up and laid when he disrobed and the angels of God dressed him. Hey, listen, beloved church. Oh, Peter said, John, come here. John went in. <coughs> Listen, there is more people today that has a form of godliness That's right. than there's ever been on the face of this earth. Amen. Can I say to you, you can believe in the resurrection, you can believe in the crucifixion till hell freezes over. Listen closely to me. How many believes that Jesus died on the cross of Calvary? Amen. Can I see your hands? Amen. Yes. How many believes this morning that God raised him from the dead? Can I see your hands? Amen. Let me ask you another question. Hey, if you don't believe that he's coming back, all that that you raise your hands to is vanity, vanity, all is vanity. Now, how many believes that he's coming back? Amen. Glory to God. Amen. If you do not believe the latter, you cannot believe that is in front of you. Amen. Say that again, Don. Hallelujah. Whoa, say that one more time, Don. Hallelujah. Somebody else say that one more time. Hallelujah. Whoa, somebody say it again. Hallelujah. Welcome, Holy Spirit. Amen. Welcome, God. Somebody's praise the Lord just, just a minute. Glory to God, church. Hey, you don't raise your hands to a Savior that can't save you, sanctify you, and fill you with the Holy Ghost. Boy, isn't that wonderful Amen. to know? Peter looked right here. Oh, he said to John, said, Peter, do you remember how you and I was raised? John, do you remember what it meant when you seen that napkin? The Bible says there in chapter 20, verse 8, that the Bible said Peter saw and then he believed. Yeah, amen. <laughs> Woo, do what sister thing? John. John. Hey amen. Me and John, Peter's having a good time this morning. Amen. 
He said, John, do you remember what it was to go to the table and the master of the table eat first? Do you remember the tradition, John, how that it was? And I believe it clicked in John's mind. And I believe in John's mind that he went back home and he seen his father sitting at the head of the table. Listen, can I tell you something that's significant to what the napkin is representing? Most of you know it, but I'm going to preach it to you anyway. When the head of the family, according to Jewish tradition, when the father stood up from the table, and Brother Scott, he took the napkin from his face. He did one or two things with it. I got to looking into this. Either Brother Anthony, he began to wipe his hands with that napkin. I, I'm talking about he began to clean his hands, Brother Aubrey. Boy, I believe that's like God. God's getting tired of the powerless church. <laughs> Amen. I really believe that. Listen to me, beloved. Amen. And the next thing that he'd do, he'd begin to wipe himself. Oh, then he'd come up to his face and he'd wipe his mouth. Oh, oh, and he'd clean his beard. Oh, he'd clean it out. Amen. If he was finished, Brother Aubrey, he'd take that napkin and he'd lay it in the table there's saying that it was finished that it was done but listen let me tell you what happened amen the good god of heaven rescued his son he meant to hell for you and for me Woo! i ain't come back to that place i'm sorry amen but i believe that i got just a little bit. This excites me this morning. Why? Because John saw and believed because he seen the the promise of God one more time. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Chapter 19, book of St. John talks about the crucifixion of Christ. The Bible said in the ninth hour, Jesus bowed his head and said it is finished. The Bible says that the veil that was in front of us the veil that you and I could not go into. The holies of holies that you and I could not go into. But it took the blood. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. But the ninth hour, Brother Dean, the good God of heaven, turned loose in the hand. Oh, I wish I could get you to believe in this. 
redeemer. The God of heaven could not look upon sin. And your sin bent mine. God turned loose of the sovereign hand of God. He took your sins, Brother Aubrey. Sister Faye, he took your sins. Each one of you that is here this morning, when Jesus died and God turned loose of his hand, he went into hell for you and for me. The Bible says that the earth quaked and the veil of the temple was rent, not from the bottom to the top, but from the top to the bottom. Amen. But, my God, my God, about the time that he just barely had the tip of his finger, brother, on the hand of the sovereign Son of God, when it slipped, hey, the devil said it's finished. I've got him. I've killed him. They crucified him. Whoa, but hold on just a little bit. My God, church. Hey, man, he come out in three days, Brother Randy. Come to, amen, the place where those in cry God had died and told them about the gift of God and showed them his hands and his feet. Amen. Jesus left something for me and you, Brother Dean. Old Peter would run in there, said, John, come here, let me show you what's to come. And he looked and he showed him that linen napkin that was around the face of Jesus, folded, folded, and neatly placed where his head used to be. Yeah, we see the bloody cross. Yes, you and I see the clothes, Brother Donnie. Yes, we see. But listen, do you remember the promise? He said, if I go away, I will come again.
promise. Old Peter said, John, Peter. Old John said, Peter, I never believed. <laughs> well, I wish you're here this morning. You don't know the Lord and the free part of sin. If, you, if you've never asked God to come into your life, say that he's Savior to you this morning. While every head is bowed, every eye is closed. If you're here this morning, 